Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the How to Sleep podcast. If you find that you're tired when it comes to bedtime, but you deliberately don't go to bed, you'll learn why you may be doing this and how to stop. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. When I had my sleep issue, I was definitely stuck in a loop where I would feel tired, but I deliberately not go to bed. Although I had no idea at the time that this is an actual phenomenon and it's already been studied and it's been labelled. I'll explain how I experienced it and the two main reasons that I think kind of came together to make this an appealing option, even though it sounds really logical. So the first reason was that After a full day of work and then spending the early part of the evening with the kids, I just felt a sense after they'd gone to bed that I deserved some adult time without the kids, without work, without an agenda. And I just wanted to veg out on the sofa and stare at the TV and have like nothing particular to do. And if I went to bed at a sensible time, I'd often feel like this evening relaxation time had been cut short and that would generate a feeling of annoyance like I've been deprived of something. And looking back now, I can remember it being a really strong emotion of wanting this time, of like needing the time. And that was a really strong driver for my behaviour. And the second reason that I think was I spent the majority of my day feeling extremely tired, a sensation of dragging myself through and just really not enjoying that experience of fighting tiredness. And in the evening, this feeling lifted and I felt as if there was a wave of energy and I finally felt a bit more like myself. Now, I've talked on other episodes about how this is actually not a good thing to experience. And this late wave of energy was highly likely to be my body kicking into the stress response in desperation, to be honest, because I had by that point in the day pushed myself well beyond where my energy battery was metaphorically drained And that that wave of energy I experienced was not, in fact, extra energy at all. But anyway, I obviously didn't know any of that at the time. All I knew that was that I felt more energetic in the evening than I had earlier. And I felt like I deserved a nice evening. And that meant not going to bed for another couple of hours. And it felt really good to have that at the time. Now, what I didn't understand was that that wasn't good for my sleep, though. And that ironically, my logic was completely flawed. So I didn't understand because I didn't know anything about how sleep worked. Uh, So I didn't know that my actions were in fact contributing highly probably to the perpetuation of my sleep issue. I didn't understand how my actions were probably a huge factor in what would happen later in the night after I did go to bed. As in that my waking at 2am and then lying there for hours could have been contributed to by my refusal to go to bed earlier in the evening. So what would happen was I'd get up the next day exhausted, I'd have a really tough day 
because of that. And then by the time it came to the evening, I'd feel that craving to stay up all over again. So then I got stuck in the loop. So if you're experiencing something similar, this is what this episode is about. Now, the phenomenon itself is called sleep procrastination. This phrase was coined in 2014 when the research in this area first started and the findings of this early research are really interesting. Now, I don't have time to go into all of the research on this topic in this one episode, so I'm going to come back to this topic, but I just wanted to give you a starting point um, because you know, may as well start somewhere and it might be that this early research was useful. So firstly... The main cause that was originally thought to be causing this was a lack of control in your normal life. So if your day is heavily scheduled or if it consists of mainly one thing, and that's probably work, then when you get to the evening time, your relaxing time, your mind basically wants to rebel. So it enjoys a sensation of being in control or being able to do what it wants, an expansion of choice at that point in the day a feeling of release from obligation that you had earlier in the day and then it basically avoids going to bed so it can stay in that zone for a longer period of time. Now in addition I would add to that that for me there was a sensation of wanting to put off going to bed not just to enjoy the current evening but probably also to delay the start of the next day because in my mind the sooner I went to bed the sooner I'd bring on tomorrow and then the sooner I'd be back to feeling tired and really grumpy and back to that state of exhaustion that I didn't enjoy being in and the research showed that there was another there's another aspect to this mind game and that's that if you're characteristically a procrastinator in other aspects of your life or if you have low self-control in other aspects of your life then you're going to find it more likely that you get into sleep procrastination too but Even if you think that you're pretty good in other aspects of your life and you don't tend to get into procrastination or you don't usually have difficulty with self-control, the research has pointed out another element and that is when it's late at night and you're tired, your willpower strength is weakened. So the part of you that is normally really good uh, at self-control the part of you that logically knows that you should go to bed, that's going to find it harder to resist the other part of your mind that's driven into sleep procrastination. Now, the research didn't consider the circumstance specifically in which you would also have a sleep issue as well on top, but I bet that that's that's only going to exacerbate the problem because you're even more tired. And the other point is that Modern technology is really distracting. So when we're watching TV box sets, when we're looking at our phones all the time, these are really compelling viewing and it's harder to tear ourselves away. And obviously previous generations just didn't have these options. So that may in part account for the relatively recent increase in sleep procrastination. So the researchers also had an idea for how you could tackle your sleep procrastination if you experience this and these causes particularly resonate with you. So this week's action step is to give this a go. Because you have low willpower to fight the procrastination, you don't want to leave it to chance. That's what the research says. So you want to set yourself up with a plan in advance and then put in place things that will help you to follow through at the right time. So an example might be that you decide in advance that you want to go to bed at 11. And because you know this, You set in place all your electronic devices to kick into wind down mode at least an hour before at 10. So if you have an iPhone, you can set this all up on there. It does it all for you. It'll notify you that you're going into wind down mode and then at bedtime it shuts off all notifications so there's no distraction. Then you can create other cues. 
So perhaps you can agree with your partner that they're also going to go to bed at the same time. And that can be really useful if they don't have a sleep issue, because obviously they're less likely to be tired and they're going to have more willpower than you to actually follow through. You can also think through in advance, what am I going to do this evening? So that you walk through what the evening looks like in your mind and you picture yourself finishing up whatever that is and going to bed. So you really have that vision of yourself going to bed on time. And you can also make sure not to start any TV shows or start any tasks that you know are going to finish after your you know, pre-set bedtime. And perhaps you could go a step further and put your TV on a timer so it actually shuts off at that particular time. So hopefully you get the idea anyway. Have a plan in advance, picture it, and then put in place cues that make it easier to follow through. All right, why don't you drop me a note and let me know how you got on. Have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.